How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast, and let's talk about today's subject, which I had no idea what I wanted to talk about, just like uh, almost every day, actually, until I just kind of turn on the mic and, and start talking. But um, funny enough, I had a conversation with, uh, I've throughout the course of this pandemic, especially here in Las Vegas, I have been the recipient of and also seen countless amount of people get laid off from work um, and and have their income really impacted, especially here in Las Vegas. It's probably one of the worst cities hit by this pandemic because we literally rely on 100% hospitality. If we don't get that, then um, it really hurts a lot of different people's uh, employments. And so you've, uh, you could just tune into uh, Las Vegas news, hotels, laying off staff for lowing staff, Cirque du Soleil going bankrupt, which I, I would have never thought of. I mean, that organization was, was killing it right before the pandemic. Um, multiple restaurants, shows, um, transportation businesses, just a lot of different businesses focused on hospitality, just going out of business. Honestly, I went and, and a couple hotels, a few hotels, uh, you know, shut down indefinitely until, you know, the, the pandemic ends, which, you know, no one knows when that is. And it'll be very interesting to see as the year or as the months go by, especially as we get into what's supposed to be probably the worst time period for an infection, which is during the fall and, and winter time period. It'll be very and then those essentially are the slowest times as well here in Las Vegas. It'll be weird to see. Or it'll be interesting, not interesting, that's a horrible word to say. It'll be something to pay attention to uh, with the hotels in consideration because I, I'm very doubtful that a lot of them are even going to stay open or open the doors just because, again, even like when Vegas is busy, the winter time period is not the busiest time for, for Las Vegas. Um, but something that, that really has bothered me, right, is this idea that I've had maybe a handful of friends already uh, and I, I'm talking about like I know hundreds of people that have been affected by this pandemic and have been laid off, especially here in Las Vegas. But I, I, I vividly know five friends that I've spoken to that have either not taken advantage of unemployment or um, they um, or, or they, they don't think they can qualify for it. And. Uh, for the, for those that think they can't qualify for it, the the first thing you should do always is to apply. The I mean, the system here in Nevada is so backed up. Like for instance, in my case, I'm working right, so I stopped fi- filing for unemployment the moment I got a job. But in between that time period, between when I had a job and it, it was it was probably like two and a half months, right, where I was collecting on on unemployment and. I got maybe a month's worth of it, but for whatever reason, here in Nevada, especially the system that we use is super outdated. And uh, I know there's a lot of people that have been affected by this, but essentially I have, and I know people that have never had an issue. So it's kind of weird. It's like all over the place, the system, the way it works. And the, the weird thing too is that they started paying me out, right? For other people, they just never pay them out and they, they get stu- stuck in like a limbo of like paperwork they need to submit and they submit it. 
And you can't get in touch with anyone in the unemployment offices. It's nearly impossible. I know because I've tried and I just gave up after a couple of weeks of trying. Um, but like for me, they were, they paid me out, right? They paid, they paid me out like some back pay and then they started paying me out weekly. And then like after the second week, I'd stop re- receiving funds. And when I look on my, my account online, um, I could just see every week that I had filed in between like when the payment stopped until like I started working and I stopped filing for unemployment. I see like I have payments that are owed to me that just say in process. And so I know other people as well that are in that position. Again, I know people that have never had an issue with the unemployment system. So it's kind of wonky the way it is. And it's, it's so unfortunate that there are some people like, luckily for me, I didn't need the money. Um, and so Let's talk about that, right? So I just said I didn't need the money per se. Um, it definitely, I had to cut back on a lot of spending, you know, when I had lost my job. And, um, you know, it was definitely stressful not knowing how long I was going to be unemployed for. Luckily, the story for me was I wasn't unemployed for too long before I found another career path. But even when I got that job, uh, being a Medicare agent, um, I still had to go through like a month of training and um, I technically couldn't work because I had to be licensed. The state license took forever for them to approve it. Even after I had passed it the first time, um, I had to then get registered and, and certified through all the different insurers. So it was like a, a month, a month and a half of a process for me to um, to start working. So I was still filing because, I mean, at any point, you never know. Something bad could happen. Um, the industry could, you know, who knows? But I filed anyways, even though I knew I wasn't making any of the money. Um, I just made sure to still file because ultimately, at the end of the day, that money is owed to me. That is money owed to me. I was legitimately unemployed. Um, and so um, as... Uh, for other people as well, they they're struggling with with the like the process and everything of that nature. But there are people out there that feel like you know maybe I don't need the money, so I shouldn't file for unemployment. And uh, to those people, I tell them you need to file because that money. A lot of people have this connotation that like it's entitlement, like these are entitlement programs, and so like. I don't like the term entitlement because a lot of people don't notice, but you every single year, you and your employer, if you're 1099, you pay full into it. If you're not 1099 or self-employed um, or like your own business owner, then your employer pays half and you pay the other half and essentially two and a half percent or 5%, depending on like your position. If you're working for a company, you pay two and a half, your company pays two and a half. Or if you're self-employed, you pay the full 5% of your, if your net worth goes to, or your gross earnings goes to an unemployment fund. And if for people that don't know that, that is a thing. Your money pays into the unemployment fund. Let's say you're a person that's never collected on unemployment ever. You've always been working and, and um, let's say you did collect on unemployment. Most of the time you only collect like one, two months maximum because the funds aren't really that much. For, for the unemployment funds and, and state unemployment money really isn't much. I mean, Florida, I think, is as low as like $230 a week, which I mean, I don't even know how anyone could survive on, on less than $1,000 a month. You can't. I mean, it would take two people to be unemployed in the household just to even survive 
paying for rent, I guess. And I don't even know what you would do outside of that because two grand a month is not, it's nothing to be honest. So all these people that think that people just stay on unemployment just to, to, and not want to work. I mean, honestly, and to say like Florida, you're not going to be surviving here in Nevada. The most they'll pay you is 430, I think it is, or 450 bucks of unemployment per week, which I mean, it's a little bit better than Florida, but again, it's only, what is that? Um, 1800 bucks a month, one person. I mean, honestly, if you're living by yourself, that's not enough to sustain yourself. If you're living with another person, then yeah, I mean, 1800 bucks is minimum wage pretty much. But I mean, who is like, um, who's happy about make, making minimum wage here in Nevada, especially because like in Nevada and the hospitality industry, you're definitely going to be making more than minimum wage in almost any job position you can work in. Cause you get tips and you get a whole bunch of other stuff. So I know for everyone that I know, no one wants to stay on unemployment. No one literally they're losing so much money, especially now during the summer. It's the busiest time period. It's supposed to be here in Las Vegas. And, and people would make, five to six times more than that a week if they were able to work. And so, or four to four to six times or even more. So for, for like my average friend, they are not doing well, even on unemployment. And so to my friends that have done so well in life that they've saved up and including myself, that we had money saved up to, to cope with this unemployment, um, There's a part of you that feels like it's wrong to to fall for it, right? And so when I was talking to some of my friends, I would get this 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 um this perception from them. And they would wait, they would tell me, like, hey, like, I don't know, like the state probably doesn't have enough money. And the thing is, is that that's not your that's not your responsibility to think about that kind of stuff. Because again, you paid into this system. If you made and I think it's like you're you pay up until like a hundred grand. So your first six figure income you pay, um, or up to a hundred thousand dollars, you pay two and a half percent if you're employed or 5% if you're self-employed. So let's do the math. Um, if you made a hundred grand and let's say you're working for an employer, right? That means you paid $2,500 a year if you made six figure income. And if you were, um, if you were self-employed, then you're paying five grand a year into that fund, Right. Let's say you've never gotten an unemployment in the last five years, right? If you're employed, that's a total of twelve grand, $12,500. And if you're self-employed, just do the math, multiply that by two, that's $25,000 that you paid into it in five years. And let's say you had to finally, finally collect an unemployment, five years. Most people don't go unemployed like that long, honestly. But let's say... Um, you know, every five years you, you fall for unemployment as fi- six figure income, you're not making that money back right now to those that, that make less, right? Let's, let's, the counter argument is like, well, what about the people that make like, I don't know, 25 grand a year, right? So you do that by 0.025. That means they paid $625 a, a year into the program. If they were employed, um, $1,300 a year, if they were self-employed. Making and by the way, if you're making twenty five grand self employed, that's not it's that's not good. 
you know, like, I mean, like it, it makes sense, like your first couple years, because you're starting off and you're probably gonna have a lot of losses as well. I mean, to even make a, to make profit is unheard of. But again, this is gross income that's taxed right at that, that percentage point. Um, so, but for, an, for employed people, I mean, that makes sense. They, they, they definitely, I mean, there's plenty of people out there that make 25 grand or, or less or a little bit more per year, because unfortunately this is the kind of economics that we live in, in, in America, sadly, but people do make this much money. Right. And so 625 a year, multiply that by five. Uh, that's three grand. Right. But the thing about the unemployment fund is that they take a look at. So when I was saying the, the, the max in Florida is 250 bucks, you don't get the max, right. And Nevada is 450 bucks max. Right. But the way unemployment is calculated is based off of your last four quarters of earnings, right? And so if you're making 25 grand, you're not making max unemployment because they wait, they base the total amount of your unemployment based off of how much money you made. The more money you made, the higher unemployment is going to be because they assume that you have a higher expenses as someone that's unemployed compared to someone that's making 25 grand. So unfortunately for our person making 25 grand a year, right? They're not making the max amount of money per week. If you're in Florida, you're probably making 150 bucks, 200 bucks. If you're making that low, maybe even less. I, I don't, it's like the States manage this in the back and they don't really release this kind of information until you like you qualify. And then they send you all the documentation. And in Nevada, I definitely know for a fact you're not going to be making 450 unless you definitely paid, you know, you made a certain amount of money. If you made 25 grand, you're not you're not making that. You're probably making 250, $300 from what I've heard from other people. And so, I mean, 300 bucks a week, let's say or 200 bucks a week in Florida, right? Let's let's do this $25,000 a, a year person, right? They get unemployed after 5 years, right? You divide that by uh, 250 bucks. How many weeks is that? 12 and a half weeks that you paid into the system. You paid into the system. Two and a half weeks is three months, more or less, right? There's about 4.33 weeks per month, right? So you paid for up to three months of unemployment. I could tell you right now that most states cap your unemployment to four months, right? And so let's say this person collects another four months at $200. That's $800 that they collected from the system. They probably would have paid into that if they went unemployed or no, they would have paid into that system if they would have just gone unemployed after six years. And like I said, most people that go unemployed on the frequency of it is not that high unless there's economic turnaround, like, like downturns, which there have been, but it's been like every 10 years. Right. So every 10 years, actually, the most we've been on a growth spurt for about 12 years. We've been on the longest growth spurt since an economic crisis. This was bound to happen. Every economist knew that this was bound to happen. Right. So when you get laid off, you need to stop thinking like you're getting this money from the government. You're not getting this money from the government. First off, the government is put in place to ensure our, our pursuit of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, right? That's like instilled in our constitution, instilled in the Declaration of Independence, instilled on the on the Statue of Liberty, right? A lot of people have this idea that the government is somehow like the, the CEO of like the, the way funds are allocated. Those funds that they allocate are is our money. A lot of people forget that, but 
our money, our tax money, goes to pay our 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 elected official salaries, their their uh, agendas, their construction of our roads, the construction of of anything that is public property. Our tax money pays into that, right? So when you when you feel like I like I I feel bad about being on unemployment, no, that's that's not a thing. This CARES Act that was passed was passed by Congress, by the way, the additional six hundred dollars a week that was passed by Congress during the beginning of COVID nineteen, because the the alternative to you not working, right? And let's say you can survive on your savings right now, but let's say shit hits the fan for you and here in Las Vegas. And this goes on for a year, two years. When Las Vegas was impacted by the financial crisis of 2008, it took at least two to three years for the city to finally recoup its losses. It was one of the last cities to come out of the negative downturn of that economic crisis. Uh, I don't know for, for a lot of people, but I know for some, they don't have two to three years worth of savings put aside I mean, you're told to put six months and most people don't even put like six months of their savings away for an emergency fund, right? And so to assume that you have to try to survive for two years, again, we don't know how long this is going to be for. And again, like I said at the beginning, winter and fall is going to be pretty bad for Las Vegas. Um, Really bad. <laughs> really, really bad. I think everyone knows that and no one wants to talk about it, but it's going to be bad, right? And so... Um, I know for some of my friends, they, they, they found jobs, but for those that they, they couldn't find work because it's limited to kind of work that's out there right now, you need to get on unemployment. You need to go and apply now, because like I said, at the beginning, the system's so messed up. I'm still owed money that I don't even know when I'm going to get it. Right. But for you that needs it, or you don't even think you don't need it, but you should still apply anyways, because the system's probably going to be so backed up. You're probably not even going to get that money for quite some time anyways, you need to apply. Again, this isn't an entitlement program. I hate when I hear that because you pay into that. You do and your employer does. And they there's no choice, right? There's no choice in it. They have to pay into it. And for corporations to pay 2.5% of your earnings into an unemployment fund, I'm sorry. If you're like, man, that sucks. I don't understand why businesses have to do that, this and that. Give me a break. I mean, honestly, most businesses make way more than two and a half percent of of revenue from every employer that they uh, employee that they have, right? They pay you your al- your annual salary. Do you think that your worth to them is only your salary? No way. You would be fired, right? If a company was, if you were a wash as an employee, let's say you make a hundred thousand dollars a year and you only bring a hundred thousand dollars to the business, they're gonna they're gonna figure out a way to lay you off. <laughs> They're not going to keep you on board. If you're making six-figure income, it's because you're generating millions of dollars for this company, right? And so for them to have to pay um, $2,500 a year, and in return, you generate thousands of more additional dollars for them, who gives a shit, right? It's my perspective. Because no company is going to pay you a salary, only get your worth, and then still have to pay an additional 2.5% on top of that as well. They're not going to do that. It's not feasible. It's not feasible for any business. They're, if you're doing that as a business owner, what are you doing? Fire that person. They're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. You pay people for, for an X amount of money 
And in return, they generate X amount of more revenue for you and profits potentially, depending on you know your other expenses that you have. But an employee should always generate more than their salary for your business. Um, and if, if that sounds crazy to anyone, I mean, please, by all means, tell me. Because I know, for instance, like in, in my job, when I was working uh, for any co- company, the money that I generated per hour was definitely way more than what they were paying me. Even when I was making great money, it's still nothing relative compared to like the amount of money that you were generating for them. And so this whole argument, like why your business isn't in, like having to pay two and a half percent, that's why. That's why. Because just look at the stock market, for instance, as an example, right? How does it make any sense right now that so many people are suffering and are laid off, unemployed, not making as much money, are forced to work part-time, are having to collect on social programs and all of this, right? And then the markets are, are at the highest they've been in ever, right? And and you want to know why? It's because stop looking at the stock market as a way to 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 check the pulse of of the average person, like the average impact on society. That's not how businesses work, right? You know, as long as there's consumers and and people are buying things, businesses will be all right. As long as they have already all the cash that they ha- had in their portfolios, they're going to be all right. Apple had like, I mean, Jesus, Apple uh, two days ago was worth $2 trillion. The first company to be worth $2 trillion on a public, uh, publicly traded um, stock. That's insane. That's insane. The amount of cash that company has on like cash, it's like more money than most countries produce in a year. They have like $150 billion in cash, maybe even more. I think the last time I checked was like $150 billion. Do you know with $150 billion, if you just, like for Apple, if they just stop selling, they would be all right. They could easily pay for their rent and they would be generating losses, but their losses would never amount to what they have cash on hand. So businesses don't, they can, they can cope with this for a long time. The only businesses that can't are like the the... Small margin businesses like the hospitality industry generally has small margins. Aviation has small margins, even though not really because in the last 10 years, aviation's figured out how to like really become one of the most profitable industries out there. And the only reason you hear about them like struggling now is because those those aviation companies have been doing stock buybacks for the last five years. So essentially, um, their executives have been fluffing up their, their, um, their compensation that they get through stocks by making their stocks worth more, which means that their their compensation when they leave or whenever they qualify for their for collecting on their stocks, they make a lot more money because most most executives they don't like when you see an executive like an Apple CEO is only making one dollar a year, that's nothing. That's most executives don't make their money like how the average person does. They don't make it from like your a salary. They make it from the compensation they get from stocks. Right, like Elon Musk recently just became the fourth richest guy out there, even though he only owns, uh, like maybe I think like fifteen twenty percent of Tesla stock, and Tesla's been blowing up, but he has a contract with Tesla where if he hits certain metrics as their CEO, then he gets allotted X amount of additional Tesla stock, and he's been blowing up those metrics recently, and so his net worth is just blown up through the roof. And so 
like businesses are going to be completely fine. I mean, for the mom and pop people that work in like these small businesses, I'm sorry, that business is probably going to go bankrupt, sadly. And it's so sad that our country has been so focused more on helping businesses that clearly have the money to sustain themselves and not doing what they need to do to support mom and pop businesses. And it, and the crazy thing is that the, um, the man, what is the organization called? It's like the, the, the small business commerce, like association or something like that nature. They reported by the end of this year, as high as 40% of mom and pop locations or small businesses are going to go belly up or bankrupt and they're going to have to close up shop 40%. And you know who doesn't care? Big business. Why would they care? That's less competition. They were, uh, that was their plan uh, anyways, was to weed out these businesses anyways, that they were slowly doing it. And so this pandemic has been nothing but a blessing for large businesses because now the, the small mom and pops have been trying to compete against them are out the door. And a lot of investors see that, right? That's why they, they're throwing your money at Amazon. You're throwing your money at Walmart. You're throwing your money at banks. They're all going to be completely fine because they, they are able to deal with it. So for you to collect on unemployment that you paid into and that if you are an employee, your company had to pay two and a half percent, who gives a shit? Because two and a half percent is absolutely nothing based off of what you've generated for your company. And like I said, you paid your part into it as well. You paid two and a half percent into it, right? So when I was doing my math, I was just doing the math on, on just two and a half percent. But if you factored into two and a half percent from the business as well for, for paying your portion of the other half, then, you know, you're not going to ever collect that much unemployment. If you go unemployed five years or more, if you're going unemployed at more than five years, like let's say like every six, seven or eight years. Oh my God. You're they're They're banking off of you. <laughs> they're banking off of you. And so, um, I, I felt like I had to talk about this because, uh, today, you know, I saw a friend that like was posting something about like them being in a, a difficult position, but they never responded to like, I asked them if, you know, they, uh, fall for unemployment. I think they were just afraid, like, if I was going to judge them and there's no judging here, that's my stance. So for everyone, I'm going to point them to this podcast. My stance is this, that if you need the money or if you don't need the money and you've been laid off file for unemployment, because in the end, that's your money that you're getting back. You paid into that system. You are entitled to get that money back. And I guess if that's why you want to call it an entitlement, fine. It's an entitlement. Because you paid into it. And I'm sorry, but like in the end, we we talk about like corrupt politicians taking the money and investing it in like stupid ways, private jets for for politicians or or roads that like benefit only like the rich and, and the poor still have like bad roads, right? And so like or like any systemic issues with your tax money going to things that you just do not agree with, this is one of the things that you can get back that you paid into, that you know is like your money went into a program that you can collect from, right? So I'm sorry, like if, if 
I'm taking away from these corrupt politicians from investing into stupid things that you read on the news all the time about. Fine, Damn, I don't take my, you know, my three three months of unemployment. Thanks, no thanks. I guess because I mean, either way, it's not even making up for the money that I lost, right? And that's the worst thing too. It's like for those that feel bad about t- collecting unemployment, you're not even making anywhere near what you made before. Even if you were making minimum wage, you're not even making that. The only exception right now would have been anything prior to July. Yes, you were making an additional $600 a week. But it, it, again, look, <laughs> that money is money that we paid into the system. You as a taxpayer and every other taxpayer paid into as well. And don't listen to these like people that made a ton of money that claim like, why am I paying for other people's uh, unemployment? Because look, in the end, if everyone loses that money, right, that $600 went back into the system. It went into your business. It went into buying your products, paying for your services. If more and more people were put on the streets, then there would be less people buying your products and services, which would force you to take massive losses worse than whatever portion of your money went into paying the $600 a week to people that needed it, right? Because in the end, this money went back into the system one way or the other. That's that. So I just want to I just want to talk about that because again, I just feel so bad every single time I hear people like say, I don't know if I should collect it or you know, I don't even want to like file because of process or like I don't even know if I qualify. All those people just <laughs> fucking apply, you know? It's there for you when in moments like this. And if you're legitimately working and then trying to collect unemployment, that's fucked up. That's something you shouldn't be doing. But if you're unemployed and you feel bad about filing for unemployment, that's stupid. Don't feel bad. It's all right to file for unemployment. Anyone want to judge you? You know, point them to me and every other person here in Las Vegas that's struggling at the moment. There are people struggling. So you need that. Trust me, you need that. Your family needs it. You need it. The system needs you to have money. <laughs> the the whole that it's not just you. It's the system. That money goes into paying your landlord who gives them extra money to then spend on things that they want to spend, gives you maybe some side money to go buy the computer that you needed or pay for the car repair. All these places that you're spending that money are places that are going to stay open because you had that money to spend. If you have zero money to spend and all you're doing is saving money, that's what led to the financial crisis. That's what led to the Great Depression was when people were just shoving money into under the mattress and not spending it at all. That's the scariest moment in markets. And any economist will tell you that as well. That that's what happened with the financial crisis was a lack of credit and people spending money. And so that's why it took forever for us to come out of that recession when essentially it didn't need to take that long. And that's what it would potentially happen here is if people don't aren't making money, then the system's going to tank. And that's both Republicans and Democrats know that. If they know anything about finance, they know that. So the last thing they need is mass unemployment and mass people not making any money, including unemployment. That's scary for all business. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to me talk about that today. I, this is to all those people that you know I, I already talked about. Um, don't feel bad about it. Just apply. It's there for you. Anyways, thank you guys again. I'll catch you guys manana. Peace.